What's going on, everybody? It's another episode, another installment of Becoming Creative. And so I want to thank you guys for rocking with me. Thank you guys for supporting, uh, commenting, for hitting me up, telling me uh, how you guys are feeling about the pods. I appreciate all the love. And so if you are watching this, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. If you're watching this on, uh, I don't know if there's a clip from on TikTok or Instagram, subscribe, follow, all that good jazz. And if you are listening, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, And I hope that this episode helps your ride work to work better. I hope it kind of like gives you a little vibe. Uh, If you're off of work and you're on your way home, I hope this is setting you up to relax and just kind of like self-reflect, get yourself ready for the next day. And wherever you are, I don't know where you at listening to this, but hopefully it's of some substance and it helps you maybe. I pray that it helps you. And so uh, the topic I wanted to dive into, um, and I want to expound on it later on with, you know, and I'll invite somebody else to talk about it as well. And just having a conversation uh, about overthinking, 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 like, I tell you, as, as, I don't even know if it's as a creative, but I know me, Kim, has a problem overthinking. And um, I want to know, I kind of want to, maybe I'll dive into it in therapy and finding out when did this start? Like, when did I become, uh, when did I become an overthinker? When did I become overthink? I knew growing up I was a procrastinator for sure, but I didn't know I was an overthinker. Um, but as an adult, I've seen it rear its head so much. And uh, yeah, I need to figure out how to get rid of this. Like I can't, <laughs> it's got to go. And so uh, in me thinking about, in me thinking about overthinking, metanoeo, as my pastor would tell me, um, I'm all, I'm trying to think where does it come from? Where does it come from? And so um, I'm thinking back to a conversation I had with my therapist. Um, and just so you guys know, there's a lot of times I'm going to like bring in things I've talked about um, with my therapist and in therapy. And so I just, you know, I hope it helps, but I just hope you just bear with me if I have to go into a little tangent. Um, but I was thinking about what me and my therapist was talking, when, when we were talking, I found out, uh, that I have a critical, a very hyper critical self. And I'm like, okay, this is all right. I don't know how it's, it's hard to kind of, it's hard to get that kind of news, right? (laughs) Like, okay. So I, over criticize myself and I put all of this pressure on myself and I judge and compare myself. I I do all these things to myself. Okay. Noted. Um, because a lot of times we think outside factors are always, you know, always, always the thing, right. And 
always the problem. Like it's everybody else, not me. Um, doesn't always, it's not always the case. Um, I think the way we, the way we talk to ourselves matters. And I will always, you know, bring that up. How we talk to ourselves, our internal conversations and our internal life, uh, it matters. And what that conversation is, is always going to determine how you are filtering the out, the outside world, other people, right? What they say, what they like those conversations, it's always going to be filtered through the way you talk to yourself, right? So if you're a caddy and if you are dramaful, everything you hear and receive, you're going to take in a dramaful way. You're going to like play that thing out as a drama in in your mind. Like you're going to literally like you're going to be playing it out like it's love and hip hop in your head every single time, right? <laughs> and so it just reminds me that okay, if I'm having this if I have already have this filter on my brain of being overcritical and everything else because of the way I talk to myself about things that I do or you should be here, you should your life should look like this, you should be doing this. Why hasn't this big thing happened for you? Like if that's the way I'm talking to myself, then everything that I hear from the outside world it's going to come through that same filter and I'm going to be like, yeah, why don't you do this? Or why, why you don't have a car? Why, why you don't do this? Why you don't, why don't things look this way? And I'm realizing that that has to change. I like, I rebuke all of that in the name of Jesus, every idea and thought that is not serving me and not pushing me toward God's will for my life or pushing me toward purpose. I rebuke that. And I, and I, if you're listening and you already have these things in your mind as to what may be causing you to overthink or what, what, what your filter over your mind is and how you've been receiving information and receiving love and receiving things. If you have some things in your mind and you say, yeah, I need to get rid of that. I rebuke those things in the name of Jesus. Like these things have to go because it hinders us. It hinders us from doing things, of course, and being productive for God, but it hinders us from seeing the beauty, the, the, the actual beauty of what God has created within us and what God is doing in and through us. We lose all of that. We lose sight of what life and freedom is by allowing our minds to not be renewed, to not be uh, transformed, but to be conformed to like the world, our own ideas, our own thoughts, what we take in, what we're watching. Like we fall victim to those things if we do not acknowledge the beauty of what God is doing in us and through us more than what the world is trying to tell you, you should be doing what you should look like. Um, now, there are things that we should be doing and working toward, like as an adult, as people of God, like there are things that we should be working toward. We should be doing anything and everything to produce good fruit. And so um, let's not lose that idea. Like for sure, I'm not saying to just take a step back and be like, All right, I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. No, we should be always striving and pushing um, to perfection, uh, not to be perfect, but striving for perfection. And that's like through Christ, but 
I just want to encourage us to know that the way we think is the only way we're going to be able to produce. And so if I'm looking at the way I think and I'm realizing, okay, it's becoming a hindrance because of how I'm thinking, then I need to deal with that. I'm going to come back to that. On the flip side, as a creative, we need to understand how we're thinking, why we're creating, what we're doing, how how is it impacting our audience? How is it impacting the world? How is it how is it impacting culture? Because I think as a creative, let's say if if I, if I wasn't a if I wasn't a believer, um, whether I make music, whether I'm designing, whether I'm filming music videos, whether I'm like whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it for an audience. I'm doing it for some reason, right? I want whatever message I got, I I have, or whatever experience that I have, I want that to go out and for people to be like, dang, I had that same experience. And, you know, now we're engaging with this thing from an experience that we have shared. But as a believer, and being a creative, I do need to think about what my audience, who my audience is. Um, the thing that just popped in my head, uh, my, my church does this comparative religion um, talk throughout the week. And they talk on various subjects. And when we were talking about the uh, music, um, there was some talk and some divvying up about Kirk Franklin, right? And you know, people, everyone has their own ideas of who Kirk Franklin is. And none of us know him. <laughs> none of us know him. Right. Uh, and I pray that the Lord is, uh, I, I just pray that the Lord is, is with him. I know that the Lord is with him. He's with all of us. Um, but yeah, I, I just give all that over to God. But the point of me bringing him up is, um, and talking about his music and everything else, there was a clip. And he's talking about uh, how he's been creating music for unbelievers. He's creating music to entice unbelievers and show that everything is not just church hats, prayer caps, and long skirts, and suits, and all that jazz, right? And so... For him, his audience is the unbeliever, right? Now, how his music comes out and what he chooses to create is subjective, right? It's on a spectrum of whether it's too culturally enticing or too, it looks and feels too much like the culture versus like showing a contrast, like all of that subjective, right? But the point is, is that he has, he had an audience in mind in creating Stomp and in creating all of those albums. And so as a believer, we should make sure that we know who our audience is. And secondly, if the Lord is putting it on our hearts to create and to be and, and to, you know, be a creative, then his guidance is definitely needed in how that is produced and how that is created and how it's distributed and how it is put out there. And so, but in that, uh, I wanted to bring in, to bring in the point that in knowing your audience and in, in knowing what you're doing while you're doing it, the overthinking can take over. Because again, we're looking for results. As a creative, 
as an artist, you want people to engage with your stuff. Like, what Erica about? I'm I'm a. What did she say? I'm sensitive. Well, I don't want to say what she said. I just remember what she said, and I forgot that was cursing it. But either way, like, I create. I'm an artist, and I am very sensitive about how it's received, right? Um, but I think if I'm a, if I'm allowing God space and room in how I create it, if I'm hearing where he wants me to put it and where he wants me to distribute and how he wants me to use my gifts that he gave me, then it takes a lot of that overthinking out of the picture because I'm actually performing. I, I'm just, I'm just like a workhorse in, in that regard. I'm, I'm just a vessel that God is working through versus like me trying to keep up with trends, trying to keep up with what's hot right now. Me trying to curate things that just look like what's happening instead of like being your authentic self or being just doing whatever God is like telling you to do in a moment or just doing whatever feel, feels natural to you as a creative, as a photographer, as a videographer, as a designer, as a musician, as like instead of trying to uh, create uh, based on the masses and based on culture, you're creating for culture, for the masses, for people. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm just realizing as I continue to create things and as I continue to build out my own company and build out my own ideas, the overthinking has to, has to cease. The critical self, the critical mind, the critical voice that I'm speaking to myself with has to cease. And in order for that to cease, there has to be a contrast that's put in the place of that. Not only put in the place of that, but to also drive it out. And so, um, of course, I mean, reading the word and and being more, uh, making sure I set space to be with God. Um, that's definitely one way to help. But I think also on a practical, on a practical level, I need to understand the goodness that is already within me. Uh, I need to understand the power that is already working within me. I need to understand and know what I believe and what I like, what this is all for. Right. I need to be very sure in who I am. And so I need to talk to myself the way I, I, I see myself and want to see myself. And maybe, and sometimes that's hard, right? Because you can be like in a, in a tough place. You could be like in a dark place. You could kind of be like in a valley and, and just in, I don't want to use words like, a season of this and a season of that. That just feels so like, oh my gosh, like you ever hear the beginning of a Donald Lawrence track? And I, you know, I, I'm grateful that he, you know, gives a scripture sometimes and, but I just hear the voice of like, you know, giants, you know, I don't know. It's just whatever. I'm not gonna even, I'm not gonna even go that route. But either way, what I'm saying is, is that our conversations with ourselves has to become better, has to be productive. It has to be encouraging. It has to be life 
giving, life giving. And so, you know, I know as a believer that if it's going to be life giving and if I'm speaking it to myself, nine times out of 10, it should be scripture that I'm speaking to myself. It should be the promises of God, like that he's like the promises that God has literally told me. I should be saying that to myself. Um, I should be reminding myself and in prayer, like reminding God, like holding his word, like for his name's sake, like, Lord, you promised this. God, I'm trusting you for this because you said this, like the Lord responds to his word. And so um, I think that's, of course, number one to combat overthinking and speaking like having an overcritical self. Um, and yeah, I think if we if we attack that, then it won't have so much space and so much like power to attack us. And so I'm learning and wanting to be a lot more proactive in how I create and a lot more proactive in how I tackle even the things that I'm scared of, things that uh, that will that I see as like a a huge like hill to climb. Um, I, I want to use that tactic in in, in going after it, um, but I also want to use the tactic in all, in all in order to sustain myself as. I travel over that huge hill as I, you know, become resilient and press through something that may be scary or create fear uh, of some sort, or even in the way I believe in my own self, because that's been, that's been a journey too. like me believing in myself. And it can't always be, um, my belief in myself can't always be generated and like, sustained through what other people tell me about myself like we have to get to a point where we believe in ourselves and we believe and trust God in that and so yeah I just wanted to like kind of give some encouragement like for the overthinker for the one who doubts um you don't have to because if you are able to anchor yourself uh in God in God's plan for you um but mostly, like, if you're able to, like, anchor yourselves in the things that God has said to you and about you, which is in his word, like, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, like, all those different affirmations that the Lord literally gives us because he created us and wants us to be built up and be valuable, um, not be valuable because we are valuable. Um, all of those things, I think if we remember those things and put that in the forefront of our minds it leaves less room for our, for the things that we take into our eye gates, into our ears and conversations we have. It, it, it just allows less time for those things to consume and, and like put out the fire of the things that the Lord has said to us. Um, and so, yeah, don't overthink. Don't, <laughs> I just thought, just go off vibes. We're just going off vibes on this thing. Um, but don't overthink. Don't overthink. Don't be so critical of yourself that you lose yourself and you forget who you are. Um, the worst thing you could do is to lose yourself and choose a fabricated version. Um, 
there's no true happiness in that and there's no freedom in that. And so I'd rather just be who I am, who God created me to be and ask questions throughout that process, but also learn how to receive who God has created me to be because it's a gift. It's a gift. We're all, we're all a gift um, and a blessing from the Lord. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening to this. I didn't want this to be long, but I hope it's encouraging. I hope um, it makes you think about some things and I hope it makes you feel yourself a little bit like, you know what? I'm not as bad as I think sometimes. And and as I tell myself, um, I'm pretty dope. I I, I really am. And uh, I think the more I boast about that uh, because of like what God has done for me, um, the better I'll be and the better the people around me will be. Um, so yeah, I love you guys. Most importantly, Jesus loves y'all. Um, I love what we're becoming. And so I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.